Sun's out, guys. Summer has well and truly returned here, and the birds are out. So, apologies in advance. Babs, that's no, all good. As long as there's that, a little bit of whippersnip, and maybe a few cars and toilet um, guy. Oh, and toilet guy. Yeah, we haven't heard. To- it's 2023. It's a whole new toilet guy. New New Year, new toilet guy. Have you still got Tim Cook living next to you? No, Tim and Tamina moved on, and there's. A couple there who I don't know if they actually go through their door because I've just been seeing like packages piling up at their front door, but there has been car activity. So it's like it's the holidays. We're not bothering to actually pick up any postage. We'll just step over it. I'm sad to hear that Tim Cook's moved on. Yeah, it is pretty sad because every morning you would just look out the window and Tamina would be preparing breakfast and he would just be gratefully accepting it with his prayer hands. It was very beautiful. That's nice. I mean, it was probably just there. There was some logistics thing going on, temporary housing kind of a thing. So glad they got that sorted. Well, Wollongong's close to the supply chain in China. So he's probably just here during that real crisis time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, dealt be. with that, got the supply chain back in order, and now we can head back to uh, Cupertino. I would like to start with a story. Can, can I, will you indulge me? I'm a very indulgent man. Go for it. As the flames consumed everything in its path, it seemed like all was lost. But just then, a glimmer of light appeared on the horizon. It was One Prime Plus, rising from the ashes like a phoenix, its brilliant flame illuminating the darkness. The people rejoiced as the light chased away the shadows and brought new life to the land. One Prime Plus had risen. And with it came new hope and a bright future. <laughs> wow. You wrote this? That's beautiful. Welcome, welcome to 2023, everybody. One Prime Plus is back. Did One Prime Plus die? Yeah, what happened to it? It did. It died a very horrible death, but it is back. It has been brought back from the dead, mostly, um, if you're hearing this. And you were previously a One Prime Plus subscriber. Um, you sort of aren't anymore, <laughs> but you are. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I'll give the short version. We migrated from one platform to another in basically a seamless fashion, I would say. Uh, and by seamless, we lost all of the subscribers and they are now forced to sign up again somewhere else. So really, you know, no work on their part isn't required other than signing up again if they really, really want to. And we'd be very appreciative if they did and new subscribers as well. So if you're looking for some hot one prime plus action, you can still go to where? OnePrimePlus.com. That's the beauty of the URL is it doesn't matter. It always goes to the right place. So 2023, is going to be a big year for OnePrimePlus.com. So all those people who are paying money on Patreon are now not, ma- am I allowed to say that word? Are now not paying money to Patreon. Patreon is no longer taking their money. That is correct. 
That is correct. Yes, we are at a net and gross revenue of zero. So you're welcome for that. Um, But that being said, we came back from zero pretty quick, right out of the gate. Little Hey Scotty J came in and said, you know what? I want to be Northern Hemisphere. That's what I want to be. That's what that's what I want from my life in 2023. So thank you, Scotty, for that genuine and generous uh, boost to our new year. And look, I think it's probably fair at this point because I know you've been pretty brief, Jason, and thank you for that. Do you want to just maybe say very quickly why we were undergoing this change? Because you put a lot of effort into it and it was, you know, quite well considered. We did discuss this for a long time. It wasn't a knee jerk change. So what did you see as the benefit of the move? other than it breaking everything. Yeah, well, the main benefit was that it did break everything and caused a lot of uh, pain and suffering for everyone. So we got that checkbox there. Good job, us. Um, But the main thing was that we wanted to move to a platform that I think was more aligned with what we were trying to do from a podcasting perspective and less from Mm -hmm. everything else that was going on over there. So for the end user, it should hopefully now be a better experience, both from signing up and having your new feed and the way that we can interact with everybody. Um, it's just a, it's a nicer, more simplistic, prettier experience for, for the, the world of podcasting, since that's really what we're doing here. That's good. And One Prime Plusians and Hemispherians who are thinking about becoming One Prime Plusians, we're always kind of thinking about how we can improve or rejig One Prime Plus. And this year we're thinking we might do the newsletters a little bit differently. There might be some video thrown in. We want to give you value, but we also don't want to be super regular and annoying because the last thing you want for one of those very small, you know, infinitesimal fees is to be annoyed constantly by emails and updates. So, you know, you'll get stuff, but not too annoyingly. Yeah. And if you have ideas, let us know. That's what it's for. And I've just got some live, a live update on our performance on the new platform. And Martin, it's a little bit, a little concerning from our perspective. Why I've, is that? It, it does this handy geographic distribution map. Mm. I can see Ooh, where I like people that. Are, I can see where people are coming from. And, you know, like I said, early days on the new platforms, we encourage everybody to um, re-sign up if they, if they wish, Be- especially Southern Hemisphere. Now, you may remember, <laughs> if you go back to the early days, One Prime Plus in its first incarnation, Southern Hemisphere was strong out of the gate. Martin, it was. you probably remember that. We had, we had the lead for a long Blitzing. period of time. Yeah. yeah. Blitzing. Um, current stats not looking so good. Uh, we've, got, we've got one, Martin. We've got one. But you know what I see in this, Andrew? I see an unbelievable positive in the fact that this is like an, this is like an unexpected long burning business corner segment, right? It's a case study about how not to do business, right? (laughs) So first of all, we did two consecutive months of refunds. We gave people their money back. And you know what? That is an example of trying to foster customer satisfaction among our Hemispherians, our One Prime Plus subscribers. Mm. And then what did we do? We actually said, you know what? You don't have to pay us anything anymore. Get off the system. Who cares? (laughs) Just go away. And then we said, come back. So look, I reckon this is business corner at its finest. And Andrew, I want to thank you for bringing us well, transitioning us to it, that little point. It's there. interesting. So these people have now gone three months without one Prime Plus in their lives, and their lives are ticking along just lovely, just just fine. 
And they're thinking, why do I need this in my life? Well, let me tell you, <laughs> you do. You do need it in your life. How else do you know what hemisphere you're in if you're not a subscriber? That's what I want to know. You'd be it's lost. true. It's good true. Point. It's a good point. And the best part was they actually got everything in One Prime Plus during those three months. So it's, it's a win-win for everyone but us. <laughs> <laughs> but jokes aside, <laughs> jokes aside, thank you, Jason, for toiling through this. Uh, I was kind of on holiday and semi-unaware of the breakage as it happened. Andrew was probably more attentive than I was. I was following along, but I was entirely confused. It was like, it's working now. As, Actually, no, it's not working now. <laughs> as was everyone else. Don't worry. Um, I, I, I promise we're going to shut up about this now, but I, I did remember one other key benefit is that the tiers have been updated so that there is now, there's still the Northern, there's still the Southern, there's still the Global, but there is now also with the ability with this to do one-time payments so it's not a recurring subscription. So there is a walking the line uh, one for seven. It's just a once. And then there's also a yearly give me everything uh, for 75. And you can always just do a donation of any amount regardless. So if you just say, hey, I want to chuck you guys a couple bucks, you can do that too. So done talking about that now. Yep. Beep, boop, bop, boop, beep. Next. Speaking of holiday projects, Jason, you've... Jason, you've recently bought keyboards, been hurt by keyboards, it's true. moved to another keyboard, and now you've been tearing apart keyboards. Yeah. Are you okay? I am. Yeah. I I actually think I am in a good place from a keyboard perspective now. So I still have my keyboard that I love, my, my uh, Keychron Q1, something or other. I think there's more things after that, but whatever. But you know what all third-party keyboards lack? Touch ID. Hmm. It's really hard to not have Touch ID. You could type in your password, I suppose. Sure. Like a pleb. You could use your watch if you got an Apple Watch. That's a good alternative. You know, the little double tap on the side. That's that's pretty decent. Sorry, unless you have an Intel iMac that the latest software update kind of doesn't seem to unlock. The watch unlock thing. Okay, well, that, that seems less than ideal. Um, Next segment is Mac Purchase Corner. We're going to get Andrew in your yeah. computer. Go on, Jason. <laughs> I have thoughts. Uh, it's actually a good one. I have thoughts. Put a pin in it. Pin, it's been pinned. Uh, Touch ID is just one of those things that's fantastic on the Mac. And I didn't have one. I had a keyboard sitting off to the side like a weirdo. It was just kind of hanging out that I would use a Touch ID. But it was like, that's not enough. So it was time to take a perfectly good functional working keyboard uh, and rip it apart because, you know, obviously. So that's what I did. And I won't go through all of the whole thing right now. I did. There's two blog posts about it. One sort of about how to rip it apart. And then the second one is more about what the heck to do with it after that. But long story short, I ripped it out. It all functioned. I've got a working standalone Touch ID button on my desk now that I can use alongside whatever else. And it is glorious. I will say it is not probably for the faint of heart. I don't think this is a level one, anybody go ahead and try it type of exercise. But at the same time, it's not too difficult. If you have a little bit of experience with kind of taking stuff apart at a smaller-ish size. So... I'll put the blog post in the show notes, of course, so you can check it out. Um, if you want to do this, I'm happy to answer questions. I take no responsibility for any broken keyboards that you happen to break in going through this process. But 
I have to say I'm just so incredibly thrilled to have Touch ID back on my desk alongside any other peripheral that I want to use. It is awesome. Is this something that you would do again, like ripping apart technology like this? Oh, absolutely. Yes. If there were like another, if there were like a a face ID thing embedded in something that I could rip out and shove on top of another thing, I would definitely do it. Absolutely. I found it mildly terrifying, but I really loved your photo updates. And as I scrolled through, I went, oh, okay, he's getting started. Oh, that looks serious. Wait, what the <laughs> hell is that? And it was just this, I, I don't know, it just made me feel uncomfortable. I'm glad that you had the confidence to do it, but I just know that I'd be worried about getting hair stuck in there or tripping something or breaking it or tweezers snapping. Ugh, no, nah, no thanks. I'm getting the same vibe from you, Andrew. Yeah. Yeah, I would never have the confidence. There are many steps. There are many steps in which it could have gone south very quickly. And fortunately, it did not. The thing I liked in your very, I think it was your opening photo. And I think you had a spudger. And I was very excited to see that you had a spudger. And also that I recognized what a spudger was. And then that was the end of my hardware expertise. So, <laughs> so I'm done here. Like, oh yeah, it's a spudger. Nothing else makes sense here. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Perfect. It's really, it's really not that bad. But also, that being said, I would not sign up to just do this a bunch of times for other people. This is not a business I would want to get into. So I'll just cut that off right there. Oh, that was going to be the one. Pro- that was the one Prime Plus bonus this month. <laughs> Everybody gets a touch ID button. <laughs> that would be amazing. But uh, unfortunately, no. One final question before we move on. With all of the bits from the keyboard that you pulled apart, have you constructed or are you planning on constructing some form of wall decoration to go in your study made out of those parts? Oh, abs- yeah. It's already in the works for sure. Yep. You are absolutely spot on. <laughs> You're not joking? No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought, okay, wow. Well, there you go. Yeah. That that will be the next blog post, probably. What to do with the rest of the crap that you don't use. Do you have some option keys lying around? They would look lovely hanging over your toilet as a little chandelier. All right, what's next? I'm just waiting a moment. I'm just waiting a moment because uh, Toilet Man flushed upstairs. Oh, Toilet Guy! So I thought we'd have just a very quick photography corner, and it's actually very little about photography and more about how daggy I've become. Uh, oh. I don't know if you guys can see that in the notes, but I mentioned Probably that need we, a translation uh, there, though, I would imagine. Daggy. Right. So daggy is a colloquial term in Australia that means that you're kind of dorky or maybe disheveled or lazy in the way that you dress or act. And it comes from the original colloquial term dag, which is the name of a hanging piece of shit from a lamb's ass stuck in its wool. Ah, okay. Perfect. And if you're a bit daggy, it's a bit distasteful. You're a bit of a dag. Painting a beautiful picture. Please go on. I'm impressed, or maybe I'm surprised that you're saying that you've become daggy. Now, I don't want to break it to you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry that nobody else has addressed this. A little low key call out here, but all right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Okay. Just. Imagine everything that I just said, but with dagger, all right? There's a modification. Yeah, we went down the coast for a couple of days to a family member's holiday house at a place called uh, Sussex Inlet. It's basically like a man-made water course. So it's like a river that actually flows through the back of suburbs. Anyway, lovely area, walking around, kind of small town. Uh, and at the back of all of these houses, there are these little jetties. 
or wharves so people can take their you know boats or jet skis or just go for a swim and it was perfect to take mac for a swim because it's kind of a cross between a swimming pool a beach with sand and a really calm river so young kids can just kind of frolic around and eventually he had his kind of afternoon nap and natasha was off doing something else and i thought what better opportunity to get out and shoot some birds with a camera not a gun don't worry uh because i went out and got uh, a new 100 to 400 millimeter olympus lens so like long range long reach for wildlife or whatever a bit of an early present family chipped in thank you very much so early birthday present that is so i thought i'll go out the back take some photos and i was spotting ducks and cockatoos and all these things around the place and it was right after i'd been for a swim and to clarify with you i've long worn board shorts right pretty commonplace it's the less daggy thing to do but i kind of get a bit annoyed about it because you're basically wearing clothes in the water it kind of defeats the mm. purpose of swimming. And I already have, you know, hairy enough arms and legs that sunscreen becomes an issue. And then you kind of got these shorts clinging to these hairy legs. Sorry for mm. the image, everyone. But yeah. you get what I'm Image in the show notes. Here. I'm also hairy. So I'm right there with you, Martin. I'm, I'm understanding. Exactly. And, yep. you know, you kind of get to this age where it's like, I'm, I'm not that old, but it's like, you know what, whatever. I'm just going to go in in Speedos or Budgie Smugglers for the less branded oh, wow. kind of vibe. Yeah, love it. And I really leaned into it and got these ones from this cafe called the Rusty Rabbit that they they sell them in Sydney. It's kind of like got breakfast pattern on it. So you've got like a fried egg and bacon mm, and yeah. avocado and all this stuff. So it's Delicious. full on daggy. I'm not going to include photos in the show notes because that might break <laughs> the internet. But anyway, I'm out the back and other family were coming along to join us for the trip, but we got there first. And oh, I'm out gosh. the back shooting, right? And suddenly I get this tap on my watch and it's a message to the family group from Natasha saying, just a warning family, someone has called the police on Martin because he's using his new long lens to take photos while wearing his Speedos. And I'm yeah. just going, oh. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> anyway, I can assure you I was taking photos of birds, not through people's suburban windows, but you know what? This was just, it was like a revelation. As Andrew said, daggio, I've now reached the daggy heights. So it's like, you know what? I'm just going to go out on the jetty wildlife photography in speedos if anyone had looked through the window they would have gone who the hell Mm. is this gentleman with only his undies on taking photos of birds outside with this thing the size of like i don't know two pringles tubes yeah they weren't saying gentlemen i can tell you that right now (laughs) sorry who is this beast who has emerged from the shrubbery i I just want to add martin it's okay because i joined the budgie (laughs) smuggler brigade last summer wow Okay, I spent a lifetime doing the board short thing. And I suddenly I suddenly thought, why am I doing this to myself? Especially now that I have a swimming pool in my, my yard. Why would I do boardies? They're just ridiculous. So I went the budgie smuggler mm-hmm. and my I got budgie smuggler the I got the actual budgie smuggler brand. Wait, that's that's actually the brand name. Well, it's it's a colloquialism, and the brand has piggybacked onto that colloquialism. Oh, okay. So they're pick they're taking that. Mine around. might be two, actually. Yeah. So, anyway, and my print is um, Buffalo Bill ice creams melting. Oh, I love that you've gone for just another completely Australian kind of print. I've gone for brekkie, and you've gone for Buffalo Bill. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, it's an ice cream. Is it's there an a Buffalo cream. Bill centered right on the front? That's what I uh, Yeah, I think there is actually. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, you need to like look through the rack to find the one that had the, the print in the correct orientation that you wanted. So Bubble yeah. Bill was a, a shaped ice cream, you know, sort of a carved out, and it looked like a looked like a Texan. Um, big cowboy hat, big chubby cheeks, and his his nose was a big ball of rock hard. It started rock hard, and then you would chew it, and it would become bubble gum. Hence, Bubble Bill. Apparently, now they, they've re-released it, but I don't think their nose is any, no longer chewing gum because it's like a safety hazard or something, and it's not as good okay. anymore. But the original these, Bubble Bill was great. These are like the... You would get them from like... Um, so we have, I think, something similar. I think you're talking about where it, it's like a character ice cream and the, the nose or the eyes are gumballs. Yes, yes. And the picture of it is like, oh, it's a Ninja Turtle. And you're like, oh, this is going to be so cool. And then you open it and it looks like a freaking nightmare because it's all just like <laughs> melted and deformed. <laughs> and you just want to like throw it and run. Is that the same that kind is, of thing? That's yeah, what we're okay. If you're a Bob's Burgers fan, it's like when uh, the Gucci Kobe doll melts. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. Louise's toy. Bob's Burgers reference for listeners out there. Okay. It's like that. So anyway, that that print is on my budgie smugglers. Budgie smugglers are wonderful to swim in. I I commend them to everybody. It's the only God, way my, to go. My future vacation over there just is looking so much brighter now. I can't wait. Well, you're going to be next to the hairy beast from New South Wales and the guy <laughs> with the rock hard ball and his budgie smugglers from yeah. Western Australia. That's yeah. what you said. Yeah, yeah, and and the 400 millimeter lens, and that's what I'm going to be associated with. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Better come in winter. Cool. I look forward to spending a night in jail with both of you. This is going to be great. Uh, Anyway, that is Photography Corner. Did you at least get some good photos that we can post? Not of you in a Speedo? Is that? Yeah, there are a couple of duck photos and stuff on my glass account. And I was actually just out at the Botanic Garden before this recording, Mm -hmm. uh, chasing some birds and stuff there. So, hold on, hold on. That's not the Australianized chasing some birds with my camera. Oh, yeah. Um, avian so, creatures. Thank you. Not women. Thank you. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Just Good clarification. Really clarify that. Thank you. For thank our Australian. You. We don't have to have Just down the road chasing some birds. That's it. We don't want to call no. the cops again. I oh, no, I don't want you to get in more trouble. Uh, <sighs> thank you, Andrew, for saving me. You're welcome. You're welcome. Does anybody actually say birds anymore for women, though? I don't think they I do. Have, I never have. I never no. have. It's just an old man kind of thing. But I figure I'm reaching old man territory, so I have to be careful. It's just like apparently one of the most Australian words you can say is drongo, but I've never once called someone that seriously. I don't think I've heard that one. You galah. It's just like fool or idiot or yeah, yeah, galah. Yeah, there's another one. I'm like, when I say galah, I'm talking about the bird and the avian creature, <laughs> the woman. Oh, man, this is getting, this is layers Jeez. now. Wow. <laughs> I think we need a I think we need a transition. Well, something has blown up, and Andrew's added it to the notes, but blown up in the good sense, not in the earlier One Prime Plus sense. Is that right, Andrew? Yes, this is in like the um, the millennials. You're like millennials. Oh man, it's blown up. This is so amazing. we did like bad business corner. We did that. That was us. Then now we're transitioning to like good business corner, right? Is yes. That- mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if we reflect on the fact that our own business corner, we reduced our prices to zero. To zero. And then yep. got rid of all our customers. Yeah. And then, tried and then to actually char- pay, paid, basically paid them. Yes. Paid the customer. Yeah. Like so, reverse. Okay. So our friend, yeah. our friend Adam at Nick yes. Nick, 
yes. on our various Discord channels and mm-hmm. sometime guest of the show mm. at omg.lol. Mm-hmm. Good friend. He's, he's done good business corner because he put, oh. he put his prices up at the beginning of this year. He gave lots whoa, of warning. Whoa. That sounds risky. I know. You would think wow. so. But hmm. he's engendered good support and people have liked him for it, appreciated the value that they've received. And he gave fair warning and you could stock up on it at a cheap price. Really good. Then he put his prices up. And then all of a sudden he became super, super popular and had a whole bunch of new subscribers. Like how Couldn't happen to a nicer guy. Genius business corner. So he got mentioned on um, Hacker News, which is Y Combinator dot something. Yeah, they have a couple of views, I think, a month probably. Yeah, like yeah. Six or it's, seven. It's full of, yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a weird website. It's kind of like angry tech nerd Reddit in a way. Mm. Um, okay. But yeah, he got right up there and it's led to a bunch of people at least trying out his product. And then even more relevant to me because I've been an RSS feed subscriber of waxy waxy.org his link list it hit that link list omg.lol mentioned there so our friend adam i think um i think he's got his work cut out for him dealing with the hundreds of new subscribers that he's brought onto the platform but well done to him it hit merlin man today as well so now he's did talking it really it. it did wow so i just want to say as well as good as I like to say hemispheric views, trendsetter. <laughs> Always. <laughs> yeah, that's clearly, that was obvious, the obvious trajection, traje- trajection? trajectory uh, that was going to happen as soon as, I mean, it's, it's neat Vember. Yeah. Right? I mean, exactly. that's the neat Vember bump is what they call that. You have neat Vember and then four or five unknown amount of time months later, blows up it's guaranteed it's it's yeah it's done deal so honestly though huge congrats i'm super thrilled that it's getting the getting the appreciation and number of users that it deserves because it's it's a great service and for him to get all this after his price has gone up wow we could learn so much Mm. just amazing um martin you're just looking a bit dumbfounded through this little talk are you okay you have any thoughts uh, I'm just flabbergasted at the success, frankly. And uh, yeah, no negatives. And look, I was also thinking about how we're all like enthusiastic omg.lol users, aren't we? And you're all using the weblog as well that he's been transitioning to beta now. I, t- I tested it and then I realized that I didn't have time for another weblog in my life and I should just stick with what I know at micro.blog. But mm. I think Jason has a different story. My entire life, my entire life is in omg.aol. All of it. It's I'm all in, hundred percent. Yeah. If it goes down, I don't exist on the internet anymore. So I went between the two of you, the middle route, uh, not ignoring it, not going all in, but making a daily. Here's a thought in German blog for no apparent reason. But thank you, Adam. Which is so cool. I think that's so awesome. My, my What I really want now, so I'll just go ahead and say it because you'll hear this and then immediately have to do it, um, is I would love a little auto-translator thing so that you could see your blog in different languages. I think that would be fun. This new German one? Yeah. 
Doesn't Safari do that though? Or can't you get like... Oh, there's 50 million different ways to do it. But if I, I you know, it, then I got to go do something. So if it's just built in. What's the URL so for your German thing? Oh, I haven't given it a unique domain or anything. It's just Martinfeld, you know, all one word, dot weblog, dot LOL. I trialed doing a couple before the end of the year. And then I thought, oh, do I want to do this? And then I just added one and I'm going to try to get in the habit of doing one thought per day, which could be completely mundane, not even interesting. But I went, ah, it's a good way to keep up the skill. And is it hard for you right now? Or have you already been sort of doing it anyway with other stuff? So you're still like in the habit of writing in German. Oh, I used to be much better than I was because I was actually working with Germans. I did exchange. I went over there and stuff. So it was it was a thing. But it's been in like true maintenance mode because when you're not surrounded by them every day and not using it, yeah, reading and listening skills, passive stuff, that stays with you much more easily. But um, writing and speaking, the active stuff, that's more difficult. Uh, I actually cracked out and i think this is the last thing that i put up there at least at the time of this recording a little thing about pulling out a 1000 words in german kids vocab book and reading it to mac every so often he's obsessed with the hippo pictures in that thing don't spoil it too much martin because i've just loaded this web page in arc it's uh, i've got it here in front of me and it's also prompted me would i like to translate this page to english so jason feature request done um there you go I'm just wondering, Martin, would you like me to read this to you in German with my... Oh, so reading just what I wrote yes, back to me. Yes, yes. I would love that. Go for it. Okay, I'd love okay. It. let's see if I can do this. And I, I am not a German speaker or reader. 1,000 Deutsch Worte. habe ich angefangen ein 1,000 Worte Buch mit Mark zu lesen, um ihm die Deutsch Sprach Bisubringen. Er liebt es, besonders die Sette mit dem Nilpferd. Ha ha ha, lol. <laughs> it sounded perfect. Now, I, I loved the ha ha ha, lol at the end that was not there. It was an emoji. It was a smiling emoji. Oh, okay. Of course, but the way that you read it out is classic. <laughs> okay, now I should translate it with arc. Translate. Translating. Okay. 1,000 German words. Today, I started reading a 1,000-word book with Mac to teach him the German language. He loves it, especially the hippo side. Crying emoji. Now, can I? Can you start reading that German book to me, please? Because I think I need some help. <laughs> I, it sounded good. It sounded really good, I have to say. I mean, the, the inflections you had sounded really good. Thanks. Hey, but look, if it's any consolation, and this is how, and I don't say this to have a dig at Germans because I love them. They're great people, but they're very, very forthright and direct. Even though I studied it kind of inconsistently or on and off for years, uh, you're never a native speaker and you always end up sounding a bit strange. And I remember people I worked with telling me, you sound kind of cutesy, kind of like a child would speak. <laughs> <laughs> So even if I were to read it to you, yeah, okay, it would sound more German, but Germans listening would probably go, mm, Martin is troubled. Okay, can you read it for us then? How I would read it. Yes, please. Ein tausend deutsche Wörter. Heute habe ich angefangen, ein tausend Wörterbuch mit Mark zu lesen, um ihm die deutsche Sprache beizubringen. Er liebt es, besonders die Seite mit dem Nilpferd. A little childish, but pretty good. Yeah. 
He, did, he left out the, the lol at the end. Yeah, I didn't. The ha, lol. Ha, ha. L-O-L. There you go. <laughs> There's the child. Was for ein emoji. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. All right, so we'll leave that to the listeners to decide who is the better German speaker. And that is a new segment called Die Deutsche Ecke, which translates to German, German corner. corner. Thank you, German Corner. Very good. All right, shall we close it out with your new computer that you bought, Andrew? Well, yeah. So, my, I, I've... Ah, let me start again. <laughs> you were doing better with the German. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't need a take, new computer. Take two. I don't need a new computer. I have plenty of computers. I have three. I have three. The problem I've got is I don't have a decent monitor. The only monitor I've got is this iMac, which is why the iMac mm. continues to exist because it's 27 inches of beautiful screen mm. with a Intel chip inside. Mm. I think they call that Intel inside. If uh, I'm not yeah, mistaken. If they should put a sticker on it to help me with that. I wish they would. How else could you know? I'm amazed you remembered. I know. So if I could just get a monitor... A nice 5K 27-inch monitor that I could then connect to my MacBook Air or connect to my Mac Mini. I'd be in a pretty good place. And this iMac could be handed down, moved on, what have you. To future generations. Exactly. With its 40 gigabytes of memory. They'd love it. I have been looking at the Apple display and continually thinking, it's just expensive. Fellas, you've seen the... You've seen the news from Samsung, all right? No. Samsung are releasing a new monitor. And in true, Sa- in true Samsung style, it looks identical to a studio display. I'm sure that's a coincidence. But it has, it has, a, it has an actual webcam popping up the top. Right, a little, so like it. But it, it looks the same. I, I don't know if it's apparently probably going to use the same panel. Um, I don't know what the speakers will be like, but I don't really care about that. Plus bonus it's samsung so it's probably listening to everything you're doing so you got that going for you Mm, but it'll be cheaper well yeah because you're yeah you know forget anything else that's cheaper good point so can i interest you in a 6k panel from (laughs) dell no no i draw the line at dell Mm, sorry but it's it it has a physical button for microsoft teams on it wow is that true it's 100 percent true I saw this Dell monitor and I was like, "Ooh, that's a, that's actually a nice looking 6K panel. Like that's that's pretty decent." And then I see there's physical buttons on it. And one of them is Microsoft Teams. It's a built-in Stream Deck. What are you complaining about? That's genius. <laughs> it's like when you get the like the the TV that has the remote with the the streaming service buttons on it and it's like, "That's not even a service anymore." <laughs> <laughs> But okay. Uh, this crunchy granola button stuck on my remote control. Um, so, yeah, guys, so you, I, I am honestly are you thinking. It? Well, it's not available yet, and they haven't announced pricing because it's a CES thing. Who knows if they'll even actually make it? It's 27 inch, 5K, so it's, it's identical. Okay. If it's significantly cheaper, I would be tempted. I just don't. I don't so, so, what problem is it solving? Um, watch ID. Get rid of the iMac. Authenticate. Authenticate. I can't. I can't log in with my watch. 
right? right. Just for whatever reason, the latest version of macOS has bugs in it and it doesn't work. Mm. So, so your main computer would be your MacBook Air then, basically is what you're saying. I could be my MacBook Air or the Mac Mini. Oh, right. right the Mac gotcha. Mini. I forgot about the yeah. Mac Mini. Okay. And if I had two input sources, well, it'd be even better. Hmm. But yeah, I don't know. So look, I'm not going to, I'm not rushing, not rushing into anything, but I'm just starting to think the iMac is now coming up on what, three years old or something, four years old. I think it's like seven years old, something like that. Ancient. Um, about this Mac. 2019. So fairly recent. Yeah. Well, yeah. So it does seem, it seems like it could be still have another life, just not a life with me. So yeah, there we go. Let me know what I should do people. Well, on the plus side, it'll work great with your Samsung Galaxy S21 Ultra Plus S. Does, does anyone think those camera lenses look like spider eyes? They freak me out. I don't like it. I don't think I've seen it. The back with all the circles, it's reminding me more and more of a spider's face. More and more reason not to buy one. Mm. Don't like it. Thanks for putting anyway. that in my head. Sorry, slight digression. Uh, do you like your iMac? I like it. For, it still does everything I need it to do, right? Sometimes it's a little bit, it's a slow, it's hell slow to log in. Like if you boot this up from cold start, it's like mm. eight minutes of waiting for it to get everything sorted and ready to go. Oof. Um, right. Okay. And is it important to you to have an all-in-one computer? It's a convenience, but it's mainly the screen. I just like the big screen. Okay. Do you have any issue with constantly unplugging and plugging in laptops like the MacBook Air to a display? Is that an issue? I remember that got annoying back when I used to do that with my old MacBook. Right. And what does the Mac Mini do at the moment? It sits in a cupboard running Plex. And is that crucial to your life? Or could you surrender that to make it the new center of everything? I think I could probably surrender it and make it the center. But it's only got eight gigabyte of RAM because I went cheap on that. Oh nope, don't do that. I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna veto that right now. Oh really? Mm-mm. I agree. I moved to sixteen for this Mac Mini, uh, the twenty twenty M one version, and it's way better. I would not go back to eight, I, at least for what I'm doing. No, uh, I've okay. had one experience with the eight, and it was not good. Yeah, because I bought it so specifically to be like a little server that I just went. No, that that's cheap. that is going to be its job going forward. My air has sixteen. I have a recommendation. Uh, I think you're considering a computer purchase at the wrong time of year, right? So we had all this exciting stuff last year. They're still going to release new M2 kind of fueled things later this year. You have three computers that are totally fine, yeah, right, yeah, and will last you. The only thing that's really annoying you is your ability or rather inability to unlock this thing with a watch or your fingerprint. So why not just wait <laughs> till some new computer with a new processor or version comes out, whether it's a newer iMac or a MacBook Pro or whatever it is, or you do take the plunge and get the studio display, just give it a few months so you actually have something 2023 based to purchase. Martin is the worst. He's so wise. God, he's just like, no, do the responsible thing. You're like, Does Jason Ugh. want to say buy all the things immediately? <laughs> no, I'm just waiting on the, I want the, I, I would actually wait as well, to be perfectly honest. Um, I, don't, I don't think I would, I would not buy anything right now. Okay. Not even a Samsung display. I would never buy anything Samsung 
branded ever in my life. Okay. All right. Is this what you wanted to hear, Andrew? Or you just wanted... This seems uh, like this was super helpful. I was hoping for some <laughs> small level of enabling, but no, it's okay. You are sense. You are right. I would wait. I would. I would one hundred percent wait. You know, you should do that. You should buy the iMac that has not been updated since twenty twenty. A great computer, though it is. And then buy the Samsung display to go in the center and push the iMac to the side. <laughs> oh, there you go. You should buy my iMac. That's what you should buy. I don't want full your, price. Even. I don't want your iMac with a broken keyboard. <laughs> I'll even give you a keyboard with no touch ID sensor. <laughs> oh, the irony. It's got the wrong power plug on it. I don't want it. Uh, well, we'll check back in. We'll check in in, in a little while. Yeah. Once yep. we hear some more things and we'll get you we'll get you set up. In the meantime, it'd be great if Apple could just stop releasing new operating systems with additional bugs. Is that too much to ask? Actually, I know. Andrew, you should just go iPad only. That is the most uncontroversial thing on the internet in the Mac community. Oh, yeah. I've heard you can get real work done. <laughs> yeah, with, um, I've even forgotten the name of it already. Sideshow. What is it? S- side stage. What's that? Center stage. Center, car center and show. And center show. Stage manager. Yeah. <laughs> it's all bollocks. It's hopeless. I don't use that junk. <sighs> I, like getting, I like it when I can get angry at Apple. It's a good feeling. Oh, so you have four computers then, really? Because you got your iPad too. Oh, yeah. There you go. You're using Tot, Andrew, right? Tot, yes. Yeah, well, Tot's on the Apple Watch now. There's all your blogging and note-taking needs done. You just you just live with a watch. I forgot it was on the Apple Watch. I love it. It's great. That's where I do all my blogging from, just from my watch. Well, it's funny. I've unsubscribed from drafts again. It's not on my watch. Just create a shortcut with at least 75 steps that somehow gets an Apple Watch Tot note into your blog, and you'll be set. I know a guy that, that does a lot of shortcut stuff. I'll put you in touch. He knows who he is. How do I get Tot on my watch? Watch. Sorry, this has devolved into Andrew install software podcast. I think that means we're done. I'm pretty sure. When you start installing software on your watch, I think that's where we call it, I believe. Martin's lying. Right, count us down, it's, Jason. No, no, no. It's not here. There's right, no Tot. In, here we go. Counting down in three, How do I do two, it? One, stop. <laughs>